And so NATO chart, let's talk a little bit about NATO chart. What is the NATO chart and how does that relate to people? Okay, so your NATO chart basically is placement, planet placement that are um, directed to you. So you have like moon, sun, your rising that all makes up who you are and what you are supposed to be doing in this lifetime. Um, so your birth number has everything, um, has a meaning to it. Your birthday, the time that you were born, the place that you were born, that all has a, a meaning to it. Your note note is something that you are needing to develop in this lifetime. And then your self, your south note, it tells you about what you develop in your past life. And some things we are good at in the past and we bring those skills over to here and then um it's some things that you have to work on in your current life so you take those two and you make a balance with that and then you go and you create your own your birthday also deals with your numerology so numerology and astrology it, it goes hand in hand but yes this this talks about this this starts your healing process this starts your shadow work. Shadow working and native chart goes hand in hand as well because you are discovering what you are. You're discovering and you're letting those, you're embracing it as well. So for our new listeners, what is shadow work? And what is the difference? You said they go hand in hand. So what is shadow work? Shadow working is when you are dealing with your trauma hands-on. So your fears, what makes you um, have anxiety, what causes you to not, you know, go in with your full potential, what's stopping you. Um, So for me, talking to a lot of people face to face, like a crowd, that's my anxiety. That gives me anxiety. I, I don't know. I just shut down. I just have a fear with it. But the more I write down, the more I write my feelings, my emotions, how it may have started, um, I realize that I'm releasing those thoughts that's in my head, and now I'm able to do things. I might still have anxiety, but it's not as strong. And then when I realize that I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, it's not as bad. So shadow working is just basically looking at your, your opposite self, and, and letting it go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Well, guys, uh, Shawnee is talking about NATO charts and shadow working and just being in tune with yourself. Uh, I am in for a big surprise today because Shawnee is going to share with me for the very first time and to the rest of the world my NATO chart and what it means. So I am excited about that. So, uh, Shani, tell us what you have discovered. <laughs> and keep in mind, let's break everything down so that our listeners can really understand what it is and how it can relate to them and how it actually relates to me. Okay. So breaking it down, your sun sign is a Leo. And your sun sign is about yourself. That's your personality. Okay. So, of course, with Leo, they are very masculine, um, bossy, independent, and um, they're very bold, okay? So they have a lot of energy as well. 
you have your moon sign is your heart. That's your soul. And you and uh, Leo as well. So you have a lot of fire in your chart. You are a very um, ambitious, go-getter, passionate person. So your rising, your rising is how you look. This is what people perceive you as. And it's also called your ascendant. So ascendant and your rising is the same. If you ever was to look at your natal chart. And that's, yeah. So Virgo is uh, your rising. So people look at you, they will look at you as um, very particular, <clears throat> organized, um, calculated, well-calculated. Virgos are well-put-together people. You know, they're, they're still, um, it doesn't matter with you because it's automatically like you're born to be a leader, especially mm. with Virgos. So your Mercury is a Leo as well. That's how you think. So you are very sure about yourself. You're very sure about what you want. You don't have to second guess that. Um, you kind of go after what it is because what you think is what you are. Of course, your your sun sign is a Leo, so you kind of don't need someone to back up your ideas. You are very confident in your ideas alone. With Leo and your Venus, that is how you love, so you love like a Leo. You love passionately. Um, you like to be the provider. You like to be the protector um, of your family, of your loved ones. So that's how you love. You, you love to, yeah, you love to protect. If you feel like you can't protect, then you don't feel like you're doing a job. So, or providing. So um, your Mars is in Cancer, and that's how you deal with life. So when things are kind of, Cancers are very emotional. They can be emotional, okay? So if things are not going right, they can kind of deal with things on an emotional level. But again, you're a Leo, so even if so, it doesn't take you long to bounce back. Um, with Jupiter, your Jupiter is your luck. And you have Leo in your Jupiter. So, again, you're very self-assured about yourself. Um, again, you don't need anyone to back you up. You are very lucky on your own, very independent. You're going to find out things on your own. You make things work on your own. Um, so, Saturn, Saturn is how you discipline yourself, and that's, and your responsibilities, and that's Virgo as well. Again, you're calculated. They like everything to be in order. If that's not in order, then um, they kind of are all over the place. Earth signs are very grounded. So you're grounded when it comes to certain areas like money, career, um, things like that you're going to be grounded in. Your Uranus is how unique you are. So you're a Scorpio. You can be very mysterious. Very, uh, you just want to, you don't open up as much. So you will have to, somebody will have to kind of like, I'm not going to say catch your eye, but you're just not going to open up as much. That's the, the Scorpio in you. Um, you like to be mysterious. You like for people to kind of find out who you are as opposed to telling people who, how, who you are. 
that's something that they got to find out um, as they get to know you. So your Neptune is your imagination, and that's Sagittarius. Sagittarius looks at life in an optimistic way, yet it's still a fiery sign. So once they have an idea about something, they're going to go for it, and they know that they, they're very confident as well about what they want. So once they go for it, that's that. Pluto is your transformation. Pluto is the generation that we're going. Pluto, I want to say Uranus and your Neptune, those are all your generational planets. Um, this generation here was kind of a generation that was brought up when there was a lot of uh, tipping the scale. It wasn't too much violence going around with that generation. So your Pluto is transformation going with Libra, and that's why I say the, the generation, it, it's like, I want to say like the the crack stage, like the crack baby stage, that era right there, uh, a lot of stuff was just happening. So your Linus is your hidden emotions, and that's your Virgo. So your Linus is, when it comes to Virgo, yes, Again, so you're very calculated yet again. Your enough note is how you develop in your current life. So that's your Virgo as well. So you are developing life by being organized, by being well-grounded. I'm sorry, your enough note, your past life is Pisces. So Pisces, your past life could have been more into the spiritual world, could have been doing things on a more emotional level, okay? And that's all for your data chart. Wow, that that was pretty darn deep, I tell you. I, I appreciate you so much. So we've got Scorpio, Leo, Virgo, Pisces, Sagittarius, Cancer. That's six <laughs> of the 12. Yeah. That's six of the 12, but most of it was Leo, 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 Leo. Virgo. Yes. And Majority then, of Virgo. Yeah. So Leo and then and then Virgo. So wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean that explains a, a lot, you know, more about my need for organization. Right? On the Virgo perspective. And Leos and Virgos, they love pretty intense. Right, so that explains that double passion. Um, and you talked about Scorpio, which I was not really familiar with. You said there's the mystical piece, where um, I'm not open to sharing my personal life with everyone. I'm more private, more intricate, more. Uh, if if you're in my life, then you're gonna learn about my life type deal. If you're not in my life, then you're not gonna learn about me. So that kind of explains more of the counseling, the therapeutic, ther therapeutic portion of what I do when I'm ministering to others and counseling others and giving life coaching advice and skills to them. I'm not the type of person that would just put all my personal life challenges and past traumas and things out there on the line for the world to know and see um, whereas in the past i've always been more extrovert and now i find myself being more of an introvert so i see how that there's contrast and um and some of that is kind of 
uh, revealing itself uh, to me as I come and continue to come deeper into my spiritual self and learning more about who I am and the journey that I'm on. So I appreciate that. It's very, very, very enlightening stuff. Uh, you've answered some questions that I have had for quite some time. And it only gets better. It only gets deeper um, from here. So, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Um, with the Pisces, now I would not have ever thought that I had any Pisces in my uh, zodiac or in my natal chart. So I have to learn a little bit more about Pisces because uh, I know Pisces, uh, from what I understand about Pisces, that's the money. Right? That's the fish with the money, with the coin in the mouth, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's wisdom. Um, so I have to learn a little bit more about that and how that plays a role in my life. I, I know that you said that uh, was part of my past life. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'll have to uh, look a little bit more into that to see what that past life entailed and, and how we can make that uh align and learn from that that balance or that alignment um cancer don't know much about cancer so that's also something i'll i'll have to uh to to look at a little bit further as well and how that relates to me um what was in in my natal chart as cancer can you explain that a little bit more and go um, over that your mars mm -hmm. your mars um deals with and I, I I'm getting into conjunctions. I feel like as though though that something is in conjunction. Um I can find it out later on today. Okay. Um okay. but I do feel like something is in conjunction. But your Mars is how you deal with your life on an emotional standpoint when it comes to your emotions. Do you think of a counselor, you think of a crab and you think of how their heart on the outside and they're soft on the inside. And I feel like you give people, this This for me, uh, I feel like you give people a hard exterior, but in the inside you're very soft. You just don't give people, you don't give them that impression. So that's how you deal with life. You deal with life by just basically intuitively seeing or intuitively looking at people. You could be an empath as well. So you can feel people's emotions. And so if you feel something's not right, you tend to probably can either want to help or you um, tend to get yourself hurt by putting yourself in situations that no, that doesn't serve you. Um, and counselors normally do that because they they want to help, they nurture, okay? So they nurture um, your part. And I feel like that could con be a conjunction to you because you're a provider. You're naturally a leader. You're naturally someone that will go out and do it for someone. So that kind of, it probably um, confused, your, your soul is kind of somewhat confused because you're going into should I, nurture this person or should I just provide for them? Wow. Interesting. As you said that I, I, I remembered, um, I remembered a situation, well, several situations. Uh, so for instance, 
I grew up pretty traditionally and grew up in a Christian home and church. And I remember reading in the scripture where it said something along the lines of even the poorest of the poorest among you should give to the poor. And so that has subconsciously been in my mind. And when I see homeless folk, because I also have been homeless, I have also struggled with chronic homelessness in my life. And my heart goes out to those that are homeless. And yes. so I will feed the homeless, I will cook for the homeless, I will give the homeless my last. Case in point, there's another situation where there was a mother with children, several children, and she needed some help. She had asked if I could provide some food for her. I didn't tell her that it was my last. I, I just said, sure, I will do what I can to assist you. I went to the grocery store, spent the last of the money that I had on my debit card, and I was able to bless that household with some food. And so I guess that kind of explains that passion that I have when it comes to nurturing versus providing, because I've always been a provider. Uh, yeah. Another scenario that I recall when I was, uh, I was about, hmm, I was 13 or 14, I had a girlfriend and she bought me a gift for my birthday and I didn't like it. I did not that I did not like the gift. I did not like her buying me anything. That was the first time she ever did it. I, I grew up very traditionally and in my childlike mind, I interpreted that as the man provides, the man protects, the man does this, the man does that. And I interpreted that as in my childlike mind, when she gave me a gift, I rejected it. I refused it because I felt as if I should be providing. I should be the one that's giving her gifts, not the other way around. So I felt I wouldn't want, I don't want to say I felt insulted because I loved her. She was actually the first girl that I loved and in my childlike mind fell in love with. It was like love at first sight, right? Right. So I did not want to come off like that. In my childlike mind, I know that that's probably how she interpreted that. And to this day, I look on it and I reflect on that because if I could have changed that in that moment, I would have done something totally and completely different. However, based on the way that I was brought up, based on the traditional stance that I have had all my life, I was misunderstanding what that meant in my childlike mind. So looking on, looking at life in a different perspective as an adult and learning more as you mature and hearing and listening to what you've just shared with me, it makes more sense. And I appreciate you for sharing that. Yes, yes. I'm glad that I was able to do that. And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> 